Hello again, everybody. It's Pastor Lenny. Pastor Lori. You know, <clears throat> there's nothing more I love than talking about the Word of God. I can literally talk about, about the Word of God for hours. That's true. And you, you just pick a subject and I'll talk about it. As long as it's love, mercy, compassion, grace, righteousness, you know. True gospel. I, I, and we're doing the sessions, and this is, uh, I think, session number three on the fruits of righteousness. And, and you have to understand that righteousness is amazing. It's why it's the meat. It's why it's the meat. And all these things that we're going to talk about, this fruit, it's just, they're so related to one another. They just flow off one another. They flow from righteousness. Yeah. They're fruits of righteousness. They're so connected. I, I just don't know what to talk about first, so we're, we're just going to talk about them all. And... Um, Today we're going to talk about one that I think is an important, an important subject, an aspect for many. And uh, but before we go on, we 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 want to again remind you and let you know how much we love you. We love you. I, ready? I'm hugging. I'm hugging. Each, this is a hug for each and every one of you. Oh, oh I, I'm so grateful and thankful for you guys. Love you all. I mean that. Thank you for everything you do for us. So now, we're going to be talking about a, a fruit of righteousness. Now, a fruit, oh, look how beautiful. Well, a fruit is not something you have to work for or work at producing. It's a fruit. It just come, comes naturally. It flows from our true nature. And we talked about that in our last session. That's right. Our true nature. But the expression of the Father. The, oh, let me not go there because I won't, I won't be able to get off it. Right. I got to talk about all those things for hours, you understand? But we're just doing 20-minute sessions. Hoping, hopefully, the Holy Spirit will lead you into greater illumination and revelation. Ephesians chapter 1, verse 17, Paul's prayer, that the spirit of wisdom and revelation will be will spring forth from within you, and you will it's know there. and see as God knows and sees. Amen. Right? It's all right there. That yes. the eyes of your understanding would become illuminated. Right. So What's there? I don't even know where I am now. So, fruits of righteousness, it's, it's, it's got to be there. And all these fruits that we're going to be talking about that are so connected will simply be that, fruits in your life. Because you, you are growing in the knowledge and understanding and truth of your, of your true nature. Holiness and righteousness. Righteousness and holiness. Holiness and righteousness go hand in hand. This is why the Apostle Paul in Ephesians chapter 4, verse 24 says, Put on your new man, who after Christ, 
who, like Christ, who just as Christ, has been created in true holiness and true righteousness, very well, very much connected, which is awesome because he says, put on your true nature, which after Christ has been created, right? Right. And he's, he, he told us in Romans chapter 8, verse 29, we, we looked at that last time we got together, for God, in his, in his foreknowledge, in, in the fact that he's all-knowing, determined that when we said, I do, to the bridegroom, when we said, I do, he would conform us to the exact image, duplicate copy of his son, Jesus Christ. This, this is amazing. This is beautiful. This is righteousness. And we talked about how it, it's without works, period. It's without works. And Paul used the, the Gentiles as an example. They weren't looking for it. They weren't working for it. They weren't striving for it. You know, no performance issues there because they weren't trying to, to attain righteousness. They weren't. Romans chapter 9, verse 30. But yet they attain righteousness, the very righteousness of God. Wow. Faith in Jesus Christ. You guys have to understand. Don't let religion... Don't let them get to you. There's no, you must, you have to, you need to, you have responsibilities. Now there's things you have to do. Don't let, you are, you can, and you have. <clears throat> so now, there's another fruit. It's a fruit, it's a fruit, it's a fruit, it's a fruit that so many people are dealing with. Trying to develop, trying to, Find ways to make it work. Find ways to... So they're working for it. Yeah. Or trying to work Because for they it. don't understand. It's already there. It's, it's a free. fruit. It's, it's a fruit. fruit. And what is, it is a fruit of. See, righteousness. And if you don't understand your righteousness, your righteousness, you're going to... I don't even want to speak this, but we may find ourselves lacking... In this fruit. Okay. Yeah, if we don't grab hold of the true fact of our righteousness. So, and that is authority. Authority. How many times have we told, we've been told, you have to use your authority? Mm. Right? You have to use your authority. We're told the stories from the gospel accounts where Jesus says, you know, all authority has been given to me, you know? And, 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 and well, he gave it to us. He gave it to us. How did he give it to us? That's the key. Okay, so he gave it to us. You have authority. You have authority to tread on scorpions, right? Mm -hmm. To cast out demons, you know, lay your hands on the sick and see them recover. Lay your hands on yourself and see, see yourself recover, right? Mm -hmm. Authority. Did you ever, be, be honest, did you ever struggle with that? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Definitely. Like, okay, I got to use my authority. Well, how do I do that? Is it, is it? Yell louder. Yeah, is it the inflection of my voice? I command you in the name of Jesus. I'm using my authority. I'm, you know, is it, it is, is it a certain way we stand? Or believing Position? Hard. Yeah, you know. Believing. Oh, there you go. I, I can see that. Go ahead. Right. I, believing. Believing. I'm using. Believing. You know, clench your fists and. I'm believing. I'm, 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 I'm using my authority. You know. <laughs> I just 
I kept hearing about it, but I just didn't know. I didn't know. Now I do. Now I do. And, and you remember Jesus, you know? He was sleeping on the boat. Oh, yeah. Right? Wow. And, you know, he needed some rest. And, and there was a storm. And, and the disciples thought they were going to sink, you know. And they're like, what are they eating? He left us here to die, you know. Or, well, you know, that was a different storm. But anyway, you know, they thought they were going to die. They thought they were going to drown. The boat was going to be capsized. They were going to go down. And, you know, and here he is sleeping. So he woke him up. And he's like, you know, hey, guys, why'd you wake me up out of a sound sleep? Wasn't that enough? Shouldn't that have been enough for you to know that if I was sleeping, there was, there was no danger? You know, but anyway, he stood up and he used his authority, right? He pointed his finger, right? You know, he said, so this is where he got angry at this. No. no. What did he say? Peace be still. Even the word peace. Yeah. There you go. That's beautiful. Peace be still. Peace be still. When he, when he commanded that, the, the thousand, the legion of demons to come out of that man, you know, it. He didn't use an angry voice again. Never, 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 never. The only the only time Jesus got angry was was with the with the religious leaders who were misleading and misguiding his children. You know. Someone mentioned to me the other day. Sometimes, Pastor Lenny, I can see you get very passionate, and and, and I do because it still happens today. You know, religion abuses, misuses, mis mistreats, uh, whatever, is hurting the body of Christ with the mixture and laws and legalism, whatever. But anyway, <clears throat> you have to use your authority. And we, we, we've had all the lessons on the authority of the believer, the authority of the believer, the authority of the believer, use your authority. Well, I want to use my authority. I'd like to know how. Definitely. How? Right? Yeah. How to use it. Well, you know how. I do. You know where it comes from. My right? Righteousness. What? So, here's another portion of scripture that they would read. And this might be a short session because I don't, I don't want to, you know, group too many together. Um, we're going to be reading, Pastor Laura's going to be reading from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26. And God said, let us make man in our image, after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. There it goes. Let them have dominion. God gave you authority. Use your authority, right? Doesn't. Say it like that, no. <laughs> no, it doesn't. No. <laughs> but they, when I say they, I mean ministers and preachers today, make it sound like that's what it's saying. That's true. I preached on this the other day, and, and I'm, I said, he didn't give us authority. It's, it, it tells us right, right here, he didn't give us authority. And they're like, I can hear, you know, all the thinking they were thinking out loud in, in the Brains church. Are going. Right. What? He didn't give us authority? No, he didn't. He did it. It says, and let him have, and let him have, and let him have. 
let, and let him have. Well, why do they have it? Why could God the Father say, and let them have? And let them have. Because he said, let us make man in our own image and in our own likeness. There you go, guys. Righteous. How do I know righteousness? How do I know true holiness? How do I know? Paul tells me what it looks like. In he, uh, not he, Ephesians chapter four, verse twenty-four. Put on your new man, which after Christ has been created in true holiness and true righteousness. See, Paul is saying, get dressed in your new man. Yeah. Put on your new man. Get clothed in your new man. Truly holy, truly righteous. Truly righteous, truly holy. Truly holy, truly righteous. Truly righteous, truly holy. And you see, this portion of scripture in Genesis is about that. Let us make man in the image and likeness of our true holiness and true righteousness. It's as clear as can be. As clear as can be. Let us make man in our true image and our true likeness of holiness and righteousness. And through true holiness and true righteousness, they're going to have dominion. They're going to have authority. And so why? fruit. The fruit of image and likeness. The fruit of image and likeness is dominion. The fruit of image and likeness is authority. You, if you're asking yourself, well, how do I have authority? How do I use my authority? How, how, do, I, how, do, you, how do you act, live, you know, in, in authority? How do you speak in your authority? How? Pastor Lori? It's just a fruit. You speak just like Jesus did, very calmly. Peace, be still. It's a fruit. It's it's a fruit. It's a fruit. It's a fruit. It's a fruit. It's a fruit that grows from our understanding of the true image and likeness that we possess of our true image and likeness which we possess. God's true image and likeness which we have been recreated in through faith in Jesus Christ. Holiness and righteousness. This is why it's so very important, vitally important for you to get your own revelation of your true righteousness and holiness. The fact that Jesus was the express image of the Father, the mirror image. You were made by God the Father into the express image, likeness, mirror image of the Son, which means 
You are the express image, likeness of God the Father. No working, no doing yourself, no toiling, faith in Jesus Christ. Never guilt, shame, or condemnation. Because it's nothing that you have to do or work for. It was a gifting. And when you walk in your righteousness, and as your understanding of righteousness grows, which I pray daily it does, authority will be a fruit. Mm. A fruit of your righteousness. Was that okay? That was awesome. Any closing words? Just again, that you would say yes. Yes to what God says about us. Amen. And number one, you know, believe like you said last week, how loved we are. You have to believe that. And then we're righteous with God's righteousness. Amen. Say yes to believing that. And all these fruits are yours. (laughs) This is awesome. I mean, I think about that. I, I talk about love a lot. But the two greatest forces, the, the two greatest powers are his love and our righteousness. And to be honest with you, because of love, he made us righteous. Yeah. Here is love perfected. First John chapter 4, verse 17 says, here is love perfected. Here is love perfected, the perfect love of God. He made us into the exact, the exact image and likeness of Jesus Christ. As Jesus is, so are you in this world. So when we're done with um, Fruits of Righteousness, we're going to be talking about love because this is where the keys lie. The keys to everything. Everything. The revelation of his love. The revelation of your righteousness. So we love you and we'll look forward to seeing you for session number four in Fruits of Righteousness. Make sure you subscribe to our channel and, and, and share it with a friend. Again, thank you for all you do for us.